You're on EducateForLife.com radio with Kevin Conover. And if you listen long enough, your faith will become... I'm tired of being conned. Don't worry. The con is over, Shay. We're now at DEFCON 1. Did you say carnivore or carnivore? Would you like to have a conversation with Kevin? Then call 800-243-9719. And now, here's your host, Kevin Conover. Bring your tired and bring your shame. Bring your guilt and bring your pain. Don't you know that's not your name? You will always be much more to me. Every day I wrestle with the voices that keep telling me I'm not right, but that's all right. Welcome to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. My website is educateforlife.org. You can listen to us every single week. We're actually on multiple stations around the country now, and in San Diego, we're on every single Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. This is a live show, and my guest today is Dr. John Baumgardner. He is a geophysicist, and he is an expert on the worldwide flood. So um, we're going to have all kinds of interesting things to talk about today, but I wanted to start off with a gentleman, this was on the news, who actually said that he um, discovered some fossils from Noah's flood in his backyard. Listen to this uh, little story here. New tonight, this is one story that may be hard to believe. you got to see it. An East Texas man believes he found fossils from Noah's flood, and a self-proclaimed fossil expert says he's right. CBS 19's Risa Morris has the story. From Noah's flood to my front yard, how much better could it get? Wayne Propst is stunned. He was helping his aunt lay some dirt outside her home in Tyler when he found this. Torotella snail. And this. A petrified snail. And this. They look like hearts. What's really uh, interesting to me is we're talking about the largest catastrophe known to man. You know, the flood that engulfed the whole entire world. He called up self-proclaimed fossil expert Joe Taylor confirmed that what Wayne found is, in fact, from the time of Noah's Ark. And he says finding those fossils in Tyler is rare. I've never heard of, of any of that stuff from over there. I'm surprised that he found it there. For days, Wayne and his aunt Sharon have been combing through this dirt with the help of some neighborhood kids. I just take my toothbrush and work on them till we get it. And send pictures of it to Taylor. The thing that it dated back to when God destroyed the earth, I mean... How much better could anything be? For a man who loved dinosaurs as a kid, Wayne says this couldn't be any cooler. Now all I got to do is go out in the front of my aunt's house and pick up something from, from back from when it all began. I don't even got to search anymore. And just for the record, we have not independently verified if the rocks are in fact historic. Who else can say that they have a front yard full of Noah's dirt? Risa Morris, CBS 19. So there you have it. This gentleman says he found uh, fossils from Noah's flood. Dr. Baumgartner, thanks for being on the show today. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. So, so is, that, is that the real deal? Is this possible that this guy could have found, uh, you being the expert here, is it possible he could have found uh, fossils from Noah's flood? Most definitely. Most oh. definitely. Okay. Wow. Most people don't realize the special conditions required 
to fossilize an, an animal or a plant for that matter. Uh, fossilization requires complete and rapid burial and uh, basically catastrophic conditions. So the fossils throughout the world, almost almost all of them are from Noah's flood. Wow. So it's, it's, uh, it, it's certainly likely that this guy in Tyler, Texas, is uh, looking at fossils from the flood. That's fantastic. He would be really encouraged to hear that. I'm going to, I'm going to make sure to contact him and let him know. Dr. Bob, Baumgartner said so. You know, um, for those of you listening out there, this is a live show. If you want to call in and ask uh, Dr. Baumgartner a question, um, you're not going to find uh, too many people in the world today who are as knowledgeable out about the flood, the worldwide flood, as he is. And this is from a very, very scientific perspective as well as a biblical perspective. He has a BS in electrical engineering from Texas Tech, an MS in electrical engineering from Princeton, um, an MS in geophysics and space physics from UCLA, and a PhD for, uh, in geophysics and space physics from UCLA. And um, Dr. Baumgartner, um, what caused you to get so interested in the flood and the geology behind the flood? Did you grow up in a Christian family? Uh, were, you, were you saved at a young age, or what happened? No, I was not. Uh, I did not grow up in a Christian home. Uh, my dad, I would describe him as... Uh, an agnostic college professor. So we had uh, little uh, uh, biblical influence gro- growing up as children. Okay. It wasn't until I was 26 and uh, in graduate school, actually, that uh, mainly for social reasons, I dropped in on this, uh, this Sunday school class. Social, social reasons meaning like a girl. Right. Okay. <laughs> We can we can tell it like it is here. <laughs> and uh, I uh, I I had never been in a group of people that were carefully studying the Bible. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And I, it was fascinating. Uh, and uh, you know, most of the the young people in the class were freshmen, sophomores, and uh, you know, they were coming out with just to me uh, amazing insights. And and the few times I'd picked up the Bible and tried to read it, I, I just didn't get anything out of it. And so I, my, uh, I was very curious, you know, how is it these kids have such insight into the, this, these ancient documents? And so that uh, uh, got my attention. I started uh, attending. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And so you weren't antagonistic. It's you weren't coming there to. No, I was not. You were just yeah, kind of open minded and right. hey, this is interesting. Right. And it turned out that the uh, the day the Sunday I, I first visited was the second week in a uh, verse by verse study of the Gospel of John, and uh, it took me a while to realize. But the main issue in studying the Gospel of John was to answer the question, just who is Jesus? Uh-huh. Who is this Jesus? Yeah. And so week after week, we'd normally take about a half a chapter and uh, just just studying the text. Uh, and uh, uh, after a while, when I realized that was the, the issue, I said, you know, that's a that's a pretty good question. Uh-huh. That, that, and I'm amazed it's never been on my ra- radar screen. Yeah, you're 26, as, right? <laughs> as an important intellectual question to answer. Uh-huh. And so uh, it took about three months of, of uh, going through the, John's gospel yeah. before I, I, I realized uh, there's no way that Jesus was not 
authentic, that he was, he, he was who he claimed to be. Yeah. And, uh, but then the issue was, uh, what do I do with that? <laughs> yeah. That's a big decision right there. <laughs> and, uh, uh, anyway, one evening in my room, I, I, I just had, had a simple prayer, Jesus, I want what you're offering. Mm. And by that time, I understood what he, what he had done on the cross and what he was offering. He was offering pardon for my sin yeah. and, uh, and eternal life. Uh, and so that, that was, you know, for me, that was an easy thing to uh, yeah. receive. Who wouldn't, who wouldn't want that, right? <laughs> I, I get off free. And, and so I, I, didn't, I didn't know enough at that point to know to expect my life would be any different. It was just the next logical step in, in what I was uh, discovering. Yeah. Now, did things work out with the girl there? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 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 anyway, just within a day, within, hour, within 24 hours, I, I found myself a different person. I found myself with insights, uh, uh, that I n- never had before. It was like a curtain pulled back on a dimension I'd never known to exist before. Mm. Uh, and uh, uh, so I found myself with a deep in- uh, desire to read the Word. Yeah. And I found myself reading through the New Testament about once a week Wow! From for the next several months. And uh, so I, w- I would say I had a, a dramatic conversion experience. Yeah. And for you, for those of you listening out there, you know what? Jesus Christ is available to everybody. He loves everybody. The Bible says very clearly that he wants you to come and know him. And uh, you may not end up as a geophysicist, but but uh, he'll transform your life radically. And uh, he'll take you to amazing places. And, and he will use you to bless others and to draw people to him and to let people know they can have their sins forgiven too. Amazing. So it's been quite a ride ever since. A yeah. very a most exciting adventure and, and and you're not slowing down either you're still writing papers and teaching classes and now how do you mind me asking how old you are now i'm 72 now 72 and that was all the way back when you were 26 right that's and 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 you wouldn't ch- t- change it for nothing no yeah no, no. <laughs> <laughs> wow well i i'm excited to hear more about um your story and and how you got into uh you know the geology and all that was now that was undergraduate that you were in there i was uh I was at that point uh, in a in a graduate program. Uh, it was under electrical engineering. It was actually plasma physics. And I, uh, uh, after a few months after I was saved, I I started asking, well, what does my does having this connection with Christ change my career path? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, as I reflected on that, yeah, were you thinking maybe I'm supposed to become a missionary or something? Or? Well, I, I didn't know exactly. Yeah, but uh, I, uh, I, I finally concluded that what the world needed most was not another PhD plasma physicist. That's, <laughs> that's what I was studying. Uh-huh. Uh, and, uh huh. And so I, it, it was back during the Vietnam time, and I had, uh, uh, I had gone through ROTC. I had a four-year uh, uh, obligation, active duty a- obligation with the Air Force, uh-huh. and so I decided I'll just uh, uh, I'll just get that active duty time out of the way, and uh, 
and move from there and see what God has for my life. That's it, fantastic. Well, I, we're coming up on a break here, Dr. Baumgartner. So uh, my guest today is Dr. John Baumgartner. He is a geophysicist. He has a degree uh, in geophysics and space physics from UCLA, and he's probably one of the foremost experts in the world on the physics of the worldwide flood. And he has actually made uh, uh, simulations, program simulations uh, to simulate what happened during the flood. Super interesting stuff. And uh, stay with us. We're going to be right back. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teaching. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. Desiree Burgess and her team at HeartsAndPearls.com are proud sponsors of Educate for Life. From her roots at San Diego Christian College, Desiree's goal is for women to feel beautiful. Discover HeartsAndPearls.com. You'll find a custom handmade fashion forward accessory line for the modern woman, child, and baby. Hear Desiree's story now at heartsandpearls.com, where the opposite of fear is faith. In 1947, Gordon Tucker began serving San Diego County families. Today, the family tradition continues with two stores, Tucker's Valley Furniture and Cash and Carry, both right across the street in El Cajon at Maine and Mollison. Whether you want today's modern, eco-friendly furniture or authentic Amish furniture from solid cherry wood built in America, let the Tucker family serve your family. Learn more at tuckersvalleyfurniture.com. A proud sponsor of Educate for Life with Kevin Conover. Educate for Life Radio with your with your host, that's me, Kevin Conover. My guest today is Dr. John Baumgartner. He is a geophysicist. And if you want to check out more about him, you can look him up on the web. He is a member of the Logos Research Associates. And their website is logosresearchassociates.org. And what they do is they train people to better be able to communicate the truth of God's word using creation science. Is that right, Dr. Baumgartner? That's correct. Yeah. So um, how long has Logos Research Associates been in... in um, in action, doing we, what they're doing. We uh, uh, formed our this nonprofit uh, group in in 2008, so about eight years now. Okay, now if somebody wants to get involved with it, what what can they expect? Like, let's say there's a kid out there, he's graduating, he's very interested in science, he loves creationism, uh, and he comes to you guys. What what uh, do you offer him? Well, primarily we're researchers. Our focus is doing creation research. Okay, and uh, 
So, and this is hardcore science, right? Testable, repeatable, observable, right? So yeah. we have uh, a number of research programs that various uh, ones of us are are involved with, and so it's it's not it's 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 a rather uh, specialized kind of ministry. So you gotta you gotta pass the test before you can get in there. So we might encourage you to you know if you're serious about using your gifts in this manner, yeah, we might encourage you to find a a school where you could get the training you need to do this at a professional level. Now, there there are a few schools around where they're looking for believers uh, who who have that do you have life those objective. schools off the top of your head uh, who who that might be? Well, one where I, I work with quite a bit is Mississippi State University. Okay. And uh, so that's... And, Another another one is uh, Cedarville College in Ohio. Uh, that's a Christian college, mm-hmm. and they have uh, several programs where a person can uh, be trained to uh, work in, in creation science. They have a geology program, for example. That's fantastic. Well, um, we were when we left off last segment, what we were talking about was uh, how you became a Christian at 26 after really studying the Bible, meeting some Christians, and uh, really getting in depth there. And then you decided, okay, I'm going to move out of. You said it was plasma physics. Yes. And and you decided to is that, that that's when you decided to get involved with geology. No, no. It. I had this four year uh, active duty commitment with the Air Force. Okay. So I I. Uh, I left graduate school, was assigned to active duty, assigned to the what was uh, known then as the Air Force Weapons Laboratory in Albuquerque, New Mexico, on Kirt- at Kirtland Air Force Base. And uh, because of my technical training, I was uh, uh, assigned to a, a, a group working on the, the largest lasers in the free world, this had to do with Star Wars. Is, is it was Star Wars, yeah. yes. It was a predecessor of Star Wars. Not Star Wars. Wars, the movie. No. No. <laughs> people, so there's some, some people might get that confused. They're like, oh my gosh, he worked with Steven Spielberg. No, no. <laughs> so we were, our, our, the objective was to put a, a large laser device in an aircraft. It, it was a KC-135. Uh-huh. Uh, and... Uh, to, to demonstrate, to, to test and demonstrate that we could shoot down missiles with lasers. So that was quite a heady kind of... Uh, yeah, that's a big deal. <laughs> and, and so I was involved in the uh, design of the optics for the laser. And so, uh, uh, so that was, I, I developed, I gained some important computer skills yeah. through that exercise uh, I had uh, there was a, a uh, experimental component to what I did, and I also managed some government contracts uh, to uh, to develop this laser. And so it was it that that uh, program did succeed. It, they did build the what's called the Airborne Laser Laboratory, uh-huh. and uh, it because of that success of that program, uh, uh, President Reagan about. Five years later, six years later, was able to sell his Star Wars program based on the success that we had. And that's that's so, pretty. That's pretty cool. It was exciting stuff. Yeah. It was very <laughs> exciting stuff. And all, all this time, as you're going through there, you're growing in your faith uh, and trust in the Lord. Now, when you when you got saved, did you immediately? Um, I mean, did you have thoughts at that point in time on evolution and creation and the flood and all those things, or was that kind of in the background, not something you had really thought about yet? Well, 
you know, after I was saved, I started uh, uh, mingling in Christian circles, and people uh, knew uh, or found out, uh, you know, that I was had all this science training, and yeah. so uh, a very common question was, "Well, what what about evolution?" You, and and uh, at that th- those first few months as a Christian, uh, you know, I had had so much training in evolution. I could just, uh, you know, punch the button on my, you know, tape recorder and just uh, come out with all these facts that I thought demonstrated evolution was a fact. Yeah. And and most most people uh, would back off, you know. They, but I encountered a few that said, "Well, what about this? What about that?" And so it didn't take me very long to realize to see through uh, that that evolution was. Uh, just a uh, hype. It was. It was not supported by science, mm. and it w- And so it was about. I'd say about four or five months that I realized that evolution was indefensible, and that uh, you know I became a, a, a creationist. A creationist at that point, but the issue of the flood just wasn't really on my radar screen at that point. Those first few months as a Christian. Yeah. And it wasn't until about five years later uh, that at the church I was going to, it was while I was in the Air Force, that they had a weekend seminar and had Dr. Henry Morris and Dr. Dwayne Gish come and speak and present evidence for the flood. And uh, by that time, you know, it, was, it didn't take any convincing. Yeah, and, it just seemed obvious. It, it was obvious to me. Yeah. And uh, within a few months after that, well, actually, I left the Air Force, started in a, uh, a joint campus crusade for Christ. I, f- I felt like one of my big deficiency, what deficiencies wasn't Bible knowledge. It was the ability to communicate that knowledge, to relate that knowledge to other human beings. And that's important. I mean, you can know all this stuff, but if you can't, if you can't communicate it, well. <laughs> and I thought, you know, uh, immersing myself in a campus ministry would be a good opportunity to gain those skills. That's great. My guest today is Dr. John Baumgartner, geophysicist and evangelist uh, who loves Jesus and has his, had his life changed by Jesus Christ. We're going to be right back and we'll continue this discussion. You along with everybody Thinking there's worth in what you do Then like a hero takes the not all home inspections are created equal. Joe DeMars and his team at Housemaster have performed inspections in San Diego for 22 years plus and performed over 10,000 inspections for commercial, multiple family, apartments, and residential. Call before you buy or sell. You'll have confidence knowing the true condition of the property. Call 619-660-7866, San Diego.housemaster.com. Home inspections, done right, guaranteed. 619-660-7866. Imagine restoring your health in a peaceful cabin in the forests of Julian, California. Milan Chessman knows the power of nutrition, detox, cleansing, and fasting. She is a 34-year pioneer, best-selling author, and nutritionist, and personally supervises and cares for you with a servant's heart. See testimonials and solutions for common health problems at a1fastingretreat.com, 619-562-5446. 
For 36 years, Fastlane Kayaking has helped people like you experience everything that's great about San Diego. Fastlane makes fishing and water sports fun and easy. Hobie Cat kayaks feature a popular pedal system, not paddles, keeping your hands free as you fish. You no longer need to tow and gas up a boat to experience great San Diego fishing. Call or come in for your no-charge demo ride. 619-222-0766. Fastlanesailing.com. At Dana Landing Marine. Arena across from SeaWorld, 619-222-0766. I'm giving it all away. No more hiding, no more stalling. I hear you calling me, and I'm coming. Thanks for listening today. You're on Educate for Life Radio with Kevin Conover. I'm your host. And my guest today is Dr. John Baumgartner, geophysicist. He's a worldwide expert on the flood. He has uh, been doing this for a very long time, and uh, he's spoken all over the world, has an incredible resume. And uh, he's also teaching. If you're interested, you can actually sign up at Southern California Seminary in El Cajon. You can sign up for one of his classes, and uh, especially if if you're science-oriented, you love Jesus, and you want to be able to take your gifts and then apply them to science and be able to reach the world through uh, the truth of the Bible, how science confirms the truth of the Bible. Uh, this is a fantastic opportunity. You can sign up online, Su- Southern California Seminary. You can also check him out on logosresearchassociates.org. And uh, Dr. Baumgartner, so you you uh, began to, you know, you, you kind of shut evolution down. You said, this is not going to work. Uh, and in fact, you've recently published a paper on this. Is that correct? Uh, Ten Reasons Why Darwinism Doesn't Work or... What was that you were telling me about? Well, I, I taught a class on uh, entitled Understanding Darwin uh-huh. last fall at Southern California Seminary. Okay. And then... Uh, and you go through 10, 10 reasons why it doesn't work, is that... Well, actually, uh, some people at my church in Ramona wanted me to uh, teach on that. And so I took some of the material that I covered in that class, and uh, I packaged it as 10 huge reasons why... Uh, Darwinian evolution is 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 not science. It cannot be defended as science today. Now, is that anywhere online? Can people grab that somehow? Uh, well, actually, there are five YouTube videos. It was a five-week uh, uh, class. Okay. And so those ten reasons are in that uh, those those five YouTube uh, teachings. Okay. I'll, I'll try to link to those on mine when we post this video because this will be on YouTube also. Yeah, so so uh, you know, they, 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 these were people I knew in my church. So there was a lot of personal interaction, a lot of questions, and so it, I, it took a lot longer to get through all that material than I first expected. Yeah, <laughs> but but uh, I thought it was a good time. That's great. And 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 by the way, if you're listening, this is a live show. If you want to call in, eight five eight five three five twelve ten. We we are on uh, twelve ten a.m. here in San Diego. And uh, if you want to ask Dr. Baumgartner a question, that'd be fantastic. Um, but we left off on, on, you were telling us your story. Uh, you you were uh, working with the laser program uh, that eventually turned into Star Wars with Reagan. And then you ended up at uh, Los Alamos National Laboratory. Can you tell us about that? Yes. Uh, when I finished my PhD at UCLA, mm-hmm. well, actually, I did my, my PhD thesis research at Los Alamos, God opened an unbelievable door to me to do yeah. that, and uh, uh, I had to, by that point I had realized the importance of the flood, 
and I had come to the conclusion that the flood had to be, logically had to be, a major tectonic catastrophe. So uh, I sensed God leading me to work on that, that specific issue. And so uh, he, he opened the door for me to develop a three-dimensional computer model of the Earth's interior uh, uh, in order to understand, better understand what took, unfolded during the flood. And so I did that. I developed that model working with a mathematician at Los Alamos uh, while I was at UCLA. And uh, so... Uh, now, is that still in existence today? Is that something that... That program, it's still used today. It's now called Terra. It's used by, still used by several groups. Most of them are in Europe uh, uh, to study the inside of the earth. Wow. So that code, it's, it's had a la- long lifetime, and there's still papers being published, research papers being published that are utilizing that software. That's amazing. Now, uh, when you developed that, what did you learn about the flood and the, and the physics of the flood? Well, I learned that there, there is a, the potential for a, uh, what I call a runaway condition inside the, the earth. It turns out that the rock that, that uh, uh, comprises this uh, about 1,800-mile-thick layer of rock beneath our feet, uh, that that can weaken, that rock can weaken when it's under stress. So much it can weaken by a factor of a billion, and and so that leads to the potential for a a major uh, tectonic catastrophe, and and I believe the evidence is compelling that 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 kind of catastrophe indeed took place during the flood, and uh, transformed the Earth, completely resurfaced the planet, uh, effectively. Wow! And and so that that. Uh, Do we have to worry about that happening again? No. First of all, <laughs> God promised he would not destroy the earth again with a flood. Yeah. And uh, uh, secondly, the energy uh, that drove that uh, catastrophe was essentially almost all exhausted in that catastrophe. So that condition does not exist today for that to happen again. So what was the energy source for that uh, catastrophe? That, that It was simply heavy rock at the surface that could sink and light rock at the bottom of, of the mantle uh, light because, because it was hot that could rise. And it's simply the buoyancy, buoyancy of rock provided what's called gravitational potential energy that drove that process. That's very interesting. And right now you're even working on something. You, you said that you've uh, figured out the mechanism for the flooding of the continents and how the water came over the continents. That's right. Uh, basically, as the as the plates, surface plates plunged into the earth, uh, just like it occurs today, tsunamis were are generated. Same mechanism that generates tsunamis today operated during the flood, but the amplitude, the size of these tsunamis was much much greater than the, than uh, occurs today. And uh, these giant tsunamis were what flooded the continents and also moved the sediment and uh, eroded, eroded much of the sediment, uh, which was later deposited on the continents. So I've, I've just completed uh, a, uh, a paper. I was published in February on this, uh, this process, showing how it can account for the, uh, the, the thick sediment sequences. 
for example, when a person goes to the can- Grand Canyon, sees yeah. those layers, yeah. that those layers uh, were generated with this mechanism, by this mechanism. That's fantastic. Well, uh, my guest today is Dr. John Baumgartner, and when we get back, we're going to continue to ask him. I'm going to ask for the most powerful evidences he knows of from science that confirm the truth of the flood in the Bible. I'm your host, Kevin Conover, on Educate for Life Radio. We're going to be right back. A lot is riding on your car's safety and performance. Count on Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service in Oceanside for a full range of affordable options. See their great customer reviews and special offers online. Call Dan and his team at 760-439-1631. Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service, 2405 Oceanside Boulevard. Honesty, integrity, and quality service. ASC, BBB, and NAPA certified. 760-439-1631. Desiree Burgess and her team at heartsandpearls.com are proud sponsors of Educate for Life. From her roots at San Diego Christian College, Desiree's goal is for women to feel beautiful. Discover heartsandpearls.com. You'll find a custom handmade fashion forward accessory line for the modern woman, child, and baby. Hear Desiree's story now at heartsandpearls.com, where the opposite of fear is faith. Do you have one-button espresso machines in your home or business? They make delicious coffee drinks, but they're not maintenance-free. Express Fix Coffee is San Diego's source for coffee and espresso machine repair, sales, and service. Call Dave Martin at Express Fix Coffee for new and used espresso machines, repairs, parts, and accessories. They'll save you time and money. Call Express Fix Coffee at 619-867-3853. Learn more at ExpressFixCoffee.com. Thanks for being with us today. You're on Educate for Life Radio with Kevin Conover. I'm your host, and my website's educateforlife.org. There's all kinds of information on my website you can get. If you want to get a recording of this show or previous shows, I actually have had uh, quite a few guests uh, on the show who are experts in creation science. Recently, not too long ago, had Steve Austin on the show, who is also a flood expert who travels all over the world, is... uh, been everywhere examining evidence for the flood. Very interesting radio show if you're interested in this subject. My guest today, Dr. John Baumgartner, he is a geophysicist and expert on the flood. And, you know, there's a lot of confusion about the age of the earth um, that comes into play when you start talking about the flood, you start talking about evolution, you start talking about uh, all these issues. And so some even famous pastors are confused about um, hey, did God do this over billions of years? And doesn't science tell us that the earth is billions of years old or the universe is billions of years old? Um, listen to this quote by Dr. John Piper, and then I'm going to let Dr. Baumgartner respond to this and talk about his research uh, on the age of the earth and that correlates with the flood. There seem to be two viable biblical views for me, and this is going to offend a lot of people. One is young earth, because it seems to me that the natural reading of Genesis 1 is 24-hour days, not day-age. And two, uh, the view uh, that John Salehammer wrote in Genesis Unbounded or in his, in his other books, which 
uh, says that all the creation happened in verses 1 and 2. It may be as old as 4 trillion years as far as he's concerned, and that what was happening in Genesis 1 each day was not the bringing into being of the earth in its various forms, but rather the ordering, the managing, the structuring of things, which allows for 24-hour days, but also allows for an old earth. I lean that way. I, I don't lean towards um, a kind of view that says, um, may I let's scrap that? I, I don't believe in evolution as the way that Adam came to be human. I think God created Adam from the dust of the ground. I think he was uh, unique and that he's the father of all humanity, Adam and Eve, and that he's not the product of long evolutionary process. I can't make that jive with the way the text reads. And I think it's very important that Adam be a historical figure because that's the way he's treated by the other biblical writers and the heart passage in Romans 5 collapses and the whole nature of God's making with Adam uh, a covenant and then failing and Christ being the second Adam comes to naught if he's not a historical person. So that was pastor and theologian uh, John Piper. Uh, Dr. Baumgartner, what, what do you think of what he had to share there and uh, what's your view on these issues as it pertains to the age of the earth and so forth? Well, I like what he, how he ended it, saying there's no way he, is a, he is a, as a believer and a pastor can compromise on the supernatural creation of Adam. Uh, and I would say, why would he even play with uh, an earth that's billions, I, I'm shocked he even says trillions of years old, uh, uh, when the... Fi- when the complexity of life, uh, you know, if anything testifies to the supernatural power of God and the reality of supernatural creation, it's the complexity of life, certainly the complexity of a human body yeah. and, and all of what we are spiritually in addition to physically. Uh, but I, to me, uh, why can't he just simply accept at face value the plain reading of Genesis? Which he said in the beginning there, he said the plain reading is 24-hour days. That's right. Yeah. So uh, I, I would say, man up. Believe, <laughs> believe God. Believe God's word. Amen. Don't compromise like yeah. that. Yeah. So I, I, I say, uh, you know, I've, I'm, I'm not condemning him. I'm having compassion on him. Yeah. But there's no reason why he should compromise, especially given what uh, creation science has been finding. Yeah, because the, it's not just the Bible that's advocating this. Um, you were telling me you were part of the radio, radio Isotope and Age of the Earth Project. Can you tell right. us about that? Yes, it's, uh, uh, there was a group of seven PhDs. We, we began the project in 1997. Mm-hmm. It was an eight-year project. We concluded it in 2005. Uh, we published a, uh, a, a, a technical volume, 800-page technical volume, and then a, a, sh- a condensed version, a little simpler, yeah. about 200-page paperback. A, a little simpler, 200-page. Uh, <laughs> uh, that entitled Thousands, Not Billions. Okay. And what we found was radioisotope evidence for a young Earth. The, the, radio, the radioisotopes themselves testified 
that the Earth is young. Give me an example. Like, what do you mean by that? Right? Because well, radioisotopes are there radioactive elements, right? Right. Okay. So, can you can you give me something that um, okay. a layperson can understand? Uh, we had three projects that were, I would say, independent lines of evidence that pointed to the same conclusion hmm. uh, strongly. Uh, no, and and so, the, but all of these are a little somewhat on the technical side. I'll see if I can simplify. Yeah. Here. Okay. Uh, uh, the one, in my opinion, that's the most powerful uh, is the fact that tiny crystals in granite known as zircons, zircon is zirconium silicate, uh, these, these tiny crystals still retain uh, most of the, a billion years' worth of, of, uh, of, of helium produced by uranium decay, but we measured how fast the helium leaks in zircon and found that that helium could not be retained more than about 6,000 years. So, so, our, ba- so basically you're saying it has way too much helium. If the earth were very old, older than 6,000 right. years, that helium wouldn't be there. It would not be there. And so what that implies is that the, this assumption that underlies uh, radioisotope methods, that nuclear decay rates have always been what we measure them to be today is not true, mm. is false. And that there have been times in the Earth's past when the nuclear decay rates have been much higher than they are today and, in effect, ran up a lot of time on those those clocks based on uh, radioisotope decay. Like carbon dating and so forth. Well, carbon is a different uh, different animal, but that was another one of the three projects. And what we demonstrated is that all fossils have measurable uh, carbon-14, which it should not have if the Earth is old. Very good. Okay. Yeah. Um, my guest today is Dr. John Baumgarter. We have one segment left, and on that last segment, we're going to focus on what he believes are the most compelling evidences that the flood was a worldwide flood that is an actual historical event, just like it's recorded in the Bible. We're going to be right back. Gordon Tucker began serving San Diego County families. Today, the family tradition continues with two stores, Tucker's Valley Furniture and Cash and Carry, both right across the street in El Cajon at Main and Mollison. Whether you want today's modern, eco-friendly furniture or authentic Amish furniture from solid cherry wood built in America, let the Tucker family serve your family. Learn more at tuckersvalleyfurniture.com. A proud sponsor of Educate for Life with Kevin Conover. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teaching. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. 
Imagine restoring your health in a peaceful cabin in the forests of Julian, California. Milan Chessman knows the power of nutrition, detox, cleansing, and fasting. She is a 34-year pioneer, best-selling author, and nutritionist, and personally supervises and cares for you with a servant's heart. See testimonials and solutions for common health problems at a1fastingretreat.com, 619-562-5446. There's got to be more than going back and forth From doing right to doing wrong Cause we were taught that's who we are Come on, get in line right behind me You along with everybody Thinking there's worth in what you do Thanks for being with us today. You're on Educate for Life Radio. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. My website's educateforlife.org. And uh, I also have a curriculum that I'm building for homeschool parents. If you're, if you have a son or daughter who you want to really be equipped to be able to deal with all the questions that come up regarding God and the Bible, who wrote the Bible, why are the books in the Bible that are in the Bible, uh, has the Bible been changed since it was written, uh, how do we know it's inspired by God, what's the best evidence for God's existence, uh, you know, all these kinds of subjects. How do you deal with the issue of homosexuality? How do you deal with the issue of abortion? How do you, all this kind of stuff, I have it all online. It's in a comprehensive, uh, systematic curriculum that is meant to help equip your kids to be able to deal with the tough questions that come up and to strengthen their trust in the Word of God. And uh, my show today is all about that. We're talking about the flood with Dr. John Baumgartner. His website is uh, Logos Research Associates. It's what he's a part of, logosresearchassociates.org. And uh, if you have a PhD in science and you're really interested in taking your talents and your gifts and applying them very specifically to advancing uh, the creation science uh, thought process and uh, work, then this is a great opportunity you, opportunity for you to be changed by people who have gone before you, people who are experts in their fields, who are very knowledgeable, have written tons of uh, published papers and all kinds of stuff like this. So, And uh, Dr. Baumgartner is one of those. And he... Um, Uh, Dr. Baumgartner, as we end this last segment, I just wanted to ask you what for you, and especially as you look back uh, over the, you know, past years of your life and and you you saw these different evidences, what are some of the evidences that a lay person who wants to maybe share with a friend or the evidence for you personally that were the most compelling that just told you, wow, there is no doubt about it, there was a worldwide flood? Well, why don't we... uh focus on what uh, the average person can take hold of and run with and share. Okay, that's a great idea. I Let's focus on th- that kind of of, uh, of evidence. There we go, okay. And uh, I would say the first thing that comes to mind is soft tissue in fossils, uh, soft tissue in dinosaur bone, uh, uh, flexible blood vessels that still contain red blood cells mm. in dinosaurs. Uh, that was uh, published, that came out in a fairly uh, dramatic way in 2005. Uh, a lady researcher by the name of Mary Schweitzer uh, uh, published that in Science with the color pictures. And uh, since then, there have been more than 30 other uh, finds of of soft tissue in dinosaurs. You're kidding. And other and other other animals. Wow. So this is not a fluke. It's it's common. Why is that happening just now? Why is that? Has this happened in the past also, like in the 90s or the 80s? Or well, actually, while I was working at Los Alamos National Laboratory, there was a 
a very large dinosaur discovered only about 20 miles away. And so uh, people, scientists from the lab helped out in the excavation. Uh, it was mainly directed by the state director of uh, paleontology out of Albuquerque, but we provided some assistance. And one thing, one, one thing we did was uh, uh, checked and, and found uh, preserved bone protein in the, in, in the, in the hip bone of this uh, dinosaur. Okay. And it was wow. preserved well enough that you could sequence it and identify the protein. Did that freak people and, out or and, what? And we published it in 1990 in the Journal of Paleontology. Oh my goodness. And I, I would say it probably it did catch the get the attention yeah. of people that there could well be preserved tissue in animals like That's this. incredible. Dr. Baumgartner, we have a uh, a call-in uh, guest here. Chris, uh, are you on the air there? Yeah, I sure am. Hey, Chris, uh, did you have a question for Dr. Baumgartner? Well, yeah, uh, I'll probably have lots of questions. But, um, uh, yeah, so, you know, I was doing the math, and I noticed that, um, uh, you know, if he was saying that he was in graduate school back in 2006, uh, that would put uh, that, or, I'm sorry, what, he was in graduate school when he was 26. That would put that back in the 1970s. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm sure you would all agree that, you know, we learn more uh, as time goes by. Um there's a lot of great resources actually out there uh, Did, for all these kinds of questions. One, a great one is called Talk Origins. No, no, Chris, Chris, do you have a question for Dr. Baumgartner, a specific question you'd like I to ask do. him? So, sure. So um, uh, why would there be no evidence in ice core series? Um, I, let's let's uh, start with one, one question at a time. So you want to ask about ice cores? Yeah. Uh, sure. Let's start off with uh, no evidence in the ice core series. So, so uh, when you were referring to ice cores, you're referring to... Um, that ice cores seem to indicate that the Earth is very, very old. Is what you're what you're saying? Is that correct? Uh, well, one that we have um, uh, ice, uh, we have these uh, glaciers, anyways. Uh, that somehow that coexists with the notion of a, a worldwide flood. Um, but you don't see any. We have things that take us back through time that goes uh, far beyond the time frame which we're talking about here. Especially if you're thinking of uh, okay, a Chris, young Earth. Wait. So, Chris, what specifically is your question regarding ice cores? Uh, why is there no evidence in the ice core series? And I would think you're... Uh, evidence you're for... Evidence for... For what? Uh, evidence of a flood, of a okay. worldwide flood. Dr. Momgarder, would you like to address that? Okay. So, the, the biblical framework for the history of the world... Let me just start at very basic like that. The Bible has a very specific framework for what the earth has experienced since it was created. Uh, and uh, so we, the, the, the main event the Bible talks about was this catastrophic flood. And it's my conclusion that the fossils uh, is, uh, are, are the signature of the flood. Sedimentary rocks with fossils were laid down during the flood. Well, if that if that uh, conclusion, based on what the Bible says, is correct, then uh, we there's a, a, a huge segment of Earth history uh, that the change that was has unfolded unfolded during that brief cataclysm. Now, the ice that we have now, well. The cataclysm was, was, if you try to put the puzzle together, was followed by the Ice Age. And so the ice cores you're referring to uh, are, are from the Ice Age, if you're talking about the, 
the ice cores in Greenland and Antarctica. Those that's ice that much of it was was uh, was uh, formed during the ice age, and it was after the flood. So we don't see any evidence for the flood in these ice age cores because they because they followed the flood. That 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 you know that they don't. They're not actually that old, or, or that that those uh, ice structures are actually far far uh, older than whether you're saying 6,000, 10,000 years old, they go far further back. We have oh. flutes that are 40,000 years old from Paleolithic Germany. Um, so maybe more to your area of expertise then, how about limestone? And you, you know that as a scientist, it takes sedimentary, uh, sedimentary deposition, settles at certain rates. Scientists study this to know what those rates are, and you must have studied this. And as such... You okay, hold on, Chris. Let, 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 uh, let Dr. Bob Gardner respond to the limestone... Uh, the claim that limestone takes a long time to form. Okay, we are almost out of yeah, time here, to too. I appreciate okay, your call. You. Chris, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you go and let him answer the question regarding limestone. We're about out of time. Okay, let's deal with limestone. We'll, let's, let's look at one of the major limestone uh, layers in the Grand Canyon, the Redwall limestone. Uh, that limestone has got uh, cross-bedded layers in it, indicating rapid deposition, high-velocity water depositing uh, limestone at a very high rate. So this idea that limestone requires a long time to form is obsolete. That that uh, that idea is obsolete. And so I, 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 I that would be my answer. That's it, fantastic. It, it's known now that limestone can be deposited and form very rapidly. Chris, if you're still listening, Chris, if you're still listening, I would have loved to have. Uh has spent more time on the line with you and giving you a much more opportunity to many more opportunities to ask Dr. Baumgartner questions. When we have him back, I will try to make sure to have, uh, uh, you know, maybe schedule you in or something. Email me and I'll try to have you on with Dr. Baumgartner. I'd love to have that discussion. And uh, if you want to look up Dr. Baumgartner, he's all over the web. He's on YouTube. He's everywhere. Logosresearchassociates.org is his website. If you want to take a class with him, he's at Southern California Seminary in about a month. And uh, you'll learn a ton uh, learning from one of the foremost experts in the world. And uh, my website is educateforlife.org. You can pick up a recording of this show. I'm your host, Kevin Conover, and I hope you've enjoyed today's show. It's been a big blessing. Next week, um, you'll get to hear an interview with a girl who claims she's a Christian and also a lesbian. And we had a very interesting discussion about what the Bible teaches regarding that issue and uh, how we're supposed to interact with these disagreements. It was a great show. And then after that, I have Dr. Joseph uh, Cazell on the show. He is an MD who is a creationist and loves Jesus. Thanks for being here. Have a great day. Did you miss part of today's program? Don't worry, we're committed to helping you get the info you need. Okay, that was dumb. But for real, visit EducateForLife.com for podcasts and video recordings of the show and to sign up for the School of Unshakable Faith. Leave us your comments, compliments, questions, or concerns at 800-243-9719 or email KevCon at EducateForLife.com. That's K-E-V-C-O-N at EducateForLife.com. You will always be much more to me. Every day I wrestle with the voices that keep telling me I'm not right, but that's all right.